It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Don't you know it's Thursday? The best part about Thursday is one day closer to the weekend. Friday. This is the Thursday Fit Show. The best. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Thursday, January twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. And let me be the first to welcome you. To our professional broadcast, thank you so much for listening. I really hope that things are going good in your life. If things aren't going that good, well, you know what? Listen to the show, maybe. We'll put a little smile on your face today. With that, I want to introduce everybody. There's Drew. Just like to say to everyone in the studio, I've got fresh, clean socks on today, so there thank shouldn't you. be a repeat of yesterday's thank issue. Thank God. You were stinking up the studio That's yesterday. Right. But it's all taken care of. I threw those socks away. Well, thank you for you that. threw them away? Mm-hmm. Threw them away. I, re- I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, threw them out. I wish my son would listen to you, my oldest son, Corbin. I'll sit him down for a little time. God, yeah. I mean, those things look like a boot when he takes them off. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are disgusting, man. Especially teenage boys are the worst. I'm trying to teach them about hygiene. I really am. But they're just... Have fun with that. Nitwits. All right. uh, What's up, Tanner the Millennial? I don't mean to call Jenna out, but what's that on your left ring finger? It's a turquoise hippie ring, Tanner. Mm. I'm really that I got suspicious. from an antique store, Tanner. We'll get to that in just one second. And there she is, Jenna, my head of security. Hi. I'm what's just, going on? I'm just irritated with Tanner that that's what he wants to talk <laughs> about. You're wearing already. a ring on your ring finger. All right, whatever. I'm suspicious. And he is bringing smiles and smiles for miles and miles. Our host, <laughs> the Fitz. Yeah, interesting, Jenna, because I was going to talk about the same thing. Um, Jenna's definitely got something on her ring finger, and to me, it looks like a. A placeholder. Yeah, see, the the interesting thing is oh. when we asked her about it, she got really defensive about she it. She did. Really quickly. Okay, so I have bigger fingers for a female, and my, <laughs> Wait, my ring can, fingers. Can, can, we, can we quote you on that? <laughs> Let me tell you what. I have bigger fingers for a female. <laughs> and my fingers, this ring only fits a few fingers, so I have one ring on each hand, and I didn't want it to be off balance. You said so you're, retaining, you're, you're like, re- retaining water, right? Something no, like I'm that, not maybe. Retaining we'll just, water. I would well, just that could say, be why your fingers are swollen. No, I just have. Na- yeah, I have girl man hands. I guess is the thing. And it only. I'm a man, fits, baby. Yeah. It only fits on certain fingers, and it has to be balanced on my hands. Okay, so can I tell you this? Um, so, I'm a man of actions, right? And, I'm, and I always ask myself, okay, what are their actions telling me? Okay. Your actions are telling me that that's a placeholder. That well, you that maybe like if you're out and about you want to do you want to make people think you're married because I know some people do that. Mm-hmm. No, I really don't. I just have bigger fingers and like these little <laughs> hippie rings. I have to put it on these ones because it's like oh, I can't why'd find. You get so freaked out when I asked you about because it? you guys give me crap constantly oh, just because I okay. like my boyfriend that I'm gonna marry him and da 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 and then I'm jumping ahead of everything. No, it's and not I'm putting that. the car it's before the that. horse it's... and it's like great. Now they've linked this to this. This is no, just what no, I need. No. And by the way, we're linking everything more than you ever know. But I do know. Our concern is, I mean, I know you're, you're absolutely in love with Chuck Norris, but like the three to four dudes before Chuck Norris, you were also in love with him too. I like, I mean, I dated them casually, but me and Chuck Norris are like official. Okay. On so, Facebook, like officially hence getting married. a time. ring. <laughs> yeah, hence a placeholder. Well, if the shoe And you fits. also said you'd marry someone within a year of knowing them. Or mar- or like if we got them. serious and they in- right. were in- it was engaged, hey, yeah, I'd we're get not trying in a to get all up in the business. I'm just saying, 
We saw that on on your um, ring finger today, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, what are we? So, I guess, what are we supposed to say, right? And you know what? But Chuck Norris is it. a good guy, and if down the road one day he wants to ask me to be his yeah. wife, I would do it because he's a good guy. Yeah, but you said the same thing about the motorcycle guy, Cool Rider. No, he was I a jerk. Cool and he Rider. Left me on what the about side Cool Rider? What about Asphalt Dan? <laughs> oh my God, Asphalt Dan. <laughs> See, that's why we're concerned. I that was only you. like five months I hate ago. You. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that really was like two months ago. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, welcome to Thursday, you guys. Let's go. <laughs> new year, new fits. This is the Fit Show 2018. Happy New Year to you. It's happened. Like, yeah, you want like that? Live. And now, now the Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Good. Welcome to Friday Eve as I take you out of England, misuse of 911. There's a woman in England, she called 911 uh, to ask a very, very important question. I mean, usually when you call 911, what do people call 911 for? Emergencies. Emergencies. Yep. Emergency questions. Questions like, oh my God, uh, how do you deliver a baby? Or, I've swallowed this whole bottle of Tylenol. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> so weird. Like people, yeah, yeah, they accidentally poison themselves. Right. So this woman called 911 to see if it was okay to leave a carton of eggs open in the fridge overnight. <laughs> Hello, ambulance patient breathing. Hello, I need some advice, darling, please. Is the patient breathing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. right, patient. I just need some advice. What advice is it that you need? Um, I've got a box of eggs in the fridge. One of them was cracked. And the box has been open in the fridge overnight. Can you keep the box of eggs open in the fridge? This is the ambulance service. We can't advise you about eggs, I'm afraid. Who can we ring? Not 999. This is the ambulance service. And there you go. Wow. <laughs> you know, English I, people can say anything, and it's charming. That yeah. conversation was yeah. so wonderful to listen in on. You know, right. there's this amazing thing called Google that a lot of people should use more often. Mm-hmm. So like should this. she be arrested for uh, uh, placing that phone call? Probably get a ticket. Okay, yeah. I think some sort I of citation. So. Yeah. Sure, because that's important yeah. time that could be used right. to save a life. Maybe a new carton of eggs. Oh <laughs> uh, no! All no, right. no new eggs. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I have an unbelievable what the Florida story out of Clearwater, Florida. Do the happy pants dance. So this guy in Florida, he stole several exotic fish from a pet store earlier this month. And uh, basically the security camera has caught him on camera. And several employees thought, you know, something was going on too. When he was shoving the fish down his pants. <gasps> no bags, no nothing? Just put him in the pants? Yeah, straight up, dumping the water down there. There's the fish. Um, yeah, he was arrested for theft. They actually caught him while he was still kind of, you know, trying to put fish down there. Only theft? What about animal endangerment? Man? Yeah. There you go. Animal cruelty? Yeah. Stuff like that. I wonder if the fish are okay. I hope so. See, look into it. See, these are details that I would like to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did the what fish... about the fish? Yeah, what about the fish? All right, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fit Show. New year. New year. New fits. Fits happens. Fit happens live. 
<laughs> Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, how goes it? Welcome to Friday Eve. Uh, my name's Fitz, your host. Nice to meet you. There's Drew. There's Tanner, the millennial. Jen and my head of security. Um, it's always interesting on the show when Drew and I chat about movies. And so much of the time, like Tanner, the millennial specifically, has no idea the movies that we are talking about. Yeah. So we decided we would create what we call a must-see movie list. And I'm talking about these are movies, according to Drew and I, that one must see in life to just get prepared for life and what life throws at you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? And be able to hold your own in any conversation. Any conversation, any situation. There are just certain movies that, I don't know, man, as an American that you have to see or you're not a cultured being if you haven't watched certain movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Movies like... Uh, what's one we were uh, telling Tanner just yesterday we were talking about? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams was one. Monty Python. The movie um, 16 Candles. Yeah, all the John Hughes films, really. Okay, now real quick, so as we're telling everybody out there, these are must-see movies that you have to see. 16 Candles. Drew, what is 16 Candles about? It's about a uh, group of five high schoolers who are in weekend detention and they're they're all the five different types of high school kids. So you got the jock and the nerd and the and the bad kid and I the princess. That was the Breakfast Club and the weirdo. No, I'm no. sorry. That I'm sorry. I was doing Breakfast Club. That is the. Oh Breakfast my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I've seen 16, this movie. Sixteen Candles is about the angst a young girl feels during her sixteenth birthday when her family is so wrapped hey, up in I her older sister's wedding hey, that hey, they bro. don't even notice. Did you say angst? Angst. <laughs> All right, go ahead. She feels angst because not only does her family not appear to notice this big moment in her life, but also she's struggling with fitting in in high school and, and trying yeah. to get the boy of her dreams. Is she even able? Anyway, it's something that you just have to watch. I mean, if you are in between the ages of, I don't care if you're you know 16 to 54, I need you to watch 16 Candles. Yes. A, well, now, we, now, we had this huge list of... Where's that list that we I, gave you, I Tanner? List. I feel okay, like we add to that up. list daily. But we have to. We uh, th- Throw in one more today for must-see movies that people have to see. So, all right, let's focus on 16 Candles, okay? Wherever right. you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, you have to watch 16 Candles. And the other, throw out one more Weird from our list. Science and Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Thanks for throwing out one more. <laughs> That's two more, but... <laughs> I, I had them all on right. the same line, so I thought they were one movie. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should let me review that list before you throw out the ones we wanted you to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds, another American classic. Yeah, and here's one on the serious side that you have to have seen. I was All just trying to focus on two movies right now, and oh, nobody's okay, going to be able great. to remember them. Drew. <laughs> Just say the movie. Everybody yeah. should throw out then. all the movies right now. Shawshank's Redemption. That's the one. I knew Shawshank it because Redemption. everybody should see that movie. Yeah. I grew up watching that with my dad. Okay. That's a great one, too. Mm-hmm. So, again, must-see movies that you just have to see to get you through life. The three or four or five that we gave you today. <laughs> I would say 16 Candles, um, Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. A lot of great lessons in that. And finally, Drew? Shawshank's Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Watch it today, folks. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. There you go. You guys hear that? What? Wow, friend. Thank you. Yeah. 
You know what that's from? What? Guitar Hero oh. uh, Training. Guitar Hero Training. Guitar Hero Training. You learned that from Guitar yeah, Hero. Yeah, man, sometimes no you just gotta way. say yes, way. Anyway, check this out. A Guitar Hero expert is currently taking a victory lap on the interwebs after playing the song Through the Fire and Flames without making a single mistake. What? Bl- blindfolded. Are you kidding me? Through the Fire and Flames by British metal band Dragon Force. Check it out. It is famous in the Guitar Hero world. Yes. Is that right, Tanner? That is straight up correct. If you can get through the Fire and the Flames on expert mode, you are a god. We'll check it out. 22-year-old Twitch streamer Randy Ladyman is his name. Ladyman. <laughs> He's been playing Guitar Hero since he was 12 years old. Finally nailed it on expert difficulty again. Again, he did it blindfolded. He now, this is, blindfolded. A big, this is a big deal in the gaming community, right? Yeah, I mean, I've gotten through the fire and the flames on expert mode <laughs> once. Oh, come on. Once, and I almost threw a party because of it. Man, and I can't. was so sweaty, there's Cheeto dust on my fingers, and I'm still shocked that you I was cannot, able to do it. You can't no. slay with me I on Guitar Hero. Vids or it didn't happen. Yeah. I was like 13 years old uh-huh. when I did it. All right, then. Hey, Drew, choose your news. 18 months ago, 37-year-old Sean Donis uh, of New Jersey, he caught his wife cheating with another man. And here's how it happened. Um, Sean, was his wife was out with friends. He was watching their kids, and he was looking for his son's iPad. Well, he couldn't find it, so he looked for the Find My iPad feature, and he saw that the iPad was leaving the state of New Jersey, heading into New York, in a totally different part of town than his wife was supposed to be in, so he knew something was up. He followed the Find My Device uh, GPS signal. With his kid? Well, it doesn't say if his kids was with him or not. Oh, okay, okay. He found it. He followed it to his boss's house where his wife's car was parked outside. He entered through an unlocked door, found the two of them, caught them in the act, and he filmed them before leaving the house. He, he had a little verbal altercation, left the house. He's been sitting for 18 months waiting to hear if he was going to be char- or be convicted of felony burglary and unlawful surveillance for the crimes. Wow. He was looking at 15 to 20 years in prison. For catching his wife cheating, right? right? Okay. His lawyer argued that th- this guy deserves a medal for not getting physical, for not turning this into a fight. He, he yelled at him, he spoke to him, and then he left peacefully. Well, the judge liked the argument. On Tuesday, they threw out all charges. He walks free. The guy says, I can finally breathe. The whole thing's over. But can you imagine finding right in the act? I mean, this is the new world technology. Cheaters can't get away. And then it drags on and drags on. Yeah. Say that again. Yeah, cheaters can't get away. Can't get away with it anymore. All right. Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Apple is going to be launching three new iPhones this year. It's pretty exciting. This is why we're seeing the iPhone X price drop a little bit. Because no, wait, I, I thought we were talking about yesterday. They're completely like getting rid of the iPhone yeah. X. Yeah, they've talked about discontinuing Discontin- production. Well, they're going to launch an iPhone X, but a supersized version of it. So mm. imagine the iPhone X is already pretty big, but they're going to make a bigger version of it. And they're also going to have a little bit cheaper options, ones with less processing and stuff like that. That's a little bit more affordable. Uh, it's rumored to be between $649 and $749. And is this all going on because people did not want to spend $1,000 on a phone? They I got think that was the problem. The, the iPhone X was kind of a test to see how much people were willing to spend on phones. Mm. And, and if it didn't ho- sell, test failed. Yeah, and they're hoping that cell phones could be consistently at that price, but they definitely failed. Nobody wants to pay that much for a cell phone. Shit happens. Live. New year. New fits. Shit happens. Live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday Eve. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, and uh, never take our show off that number one button. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you a P1. 
You're probably wondering why I'm playing little lullaby music. Making probably several people go to sleep right now. <laughs> uh, so I guess in a couple of days, whatever, uh, I don't know exactly when the date is, but we have some business meetings in Nashville. And um, with that, we were setting up hotel rooms, who's going to stay with who or whatever. And it turns out that Drew and Tana the Millennial will be <laughs> sharing a room. Bunking up. In Nashville. <laughs> And um, and and let me go ahead and throw out. What did I say? I said if any of you guys want to share a room with me, you can. Right. You right. absolutely can. You did say that. But then Drew said, "Well, a little warning to anybody who sleeps in the same hotel room as me." He said, "I have a snoring problem, Ugh. which is not cool for That's me cool. at all." Because so once it turns I out, he- by the way, that Tanner the Millennial and Drew are bunking up together. By the way, if I hear even a light snore, yeah. I concentrate on it and I cannot sleep. So yeah. I'm looking forward to being sleep deprived. We're How not talking about was- a light snore. We're talking about an all-out, full-on chainsaw. You How know, does uh, what? Do, you, do you and your girlfriend? And I've never asked you this question. Jill sleep in the same bedroom? Yeah, she's. A, she- she can sleep right through it somehow. Really? I, mean, I think she's adjusted to it. She has that dream like she's in a hurricane every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could not do that. I could not do that either. Good I don't her, know though. that it's... Uh, I think it might only be... I turn a lot in the night. So it might only be in certain positions. It's probably not from the time I go to sleep to the time can I wake like, up. Can you just put hey. something in your mouth so you don't snore? By the way, I should also say this. You've got to breathe, Tanner. It's just one queen-size bed, too, for you guys. Are you serious? <laughs> you have to sleep in a cot. I have to, I have to no, sleep they, in a cot? They have to snuggle. <laughs> Was that even a cot? We could put a bunch of blankets in the bathtub. <laughs> Man, forget this. I'm sleeping in the lobby. There might, there might be a little pull-out couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drew, I'm going to be honest. I think it would be absolutely horrible to share a room with you. Yeah, it probably would. I, I, I can't. I have no defense because I agree that snoring is probably terrible. Has this? Uh, and God, we've gotten hundreds of like messages. People saying, "Okay, guys, why are you having business meetings in Nashville? And what's going? We just have some meetings about the show. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Going to chat with some people. And Tanner, in any way, shape, or form, does this kind of make you not look forward to the business trip as much? I don't even want to go the business trip now because the whole time I'm going to be exhausted. But you exhausted. have literally never hardly been out of out of your area. Where yeah, that's true. Uh, I've never I've never been on a business you, trip you before. You know what I just thought of? Exhausted What's that? What's that? the whole is that time. You're gonna to have to share the same shower and like he's gonna w- wash off there, and then you're gonna top in the shower and wash off. Like that part uh. grosses me out. <laughs> is sharing a shower? Oh, yeah, Drew has like foot fungus or something too. <laughs> Showers are so I have cleaning. to bring flip flops. Be, like, be like taking a shower after a grizzly bear <laughs> well I'm sorry uh, it, see I'm one of those people that when, when I go somewhere I really value my comfort when I sleep me too I do you think I feel that at, at 40 plus years old I gotta go on a business trip and share room with a 21 year old I should be worried about what he's doing in there I should be worried about the shower and the bathroom. No, and the I'm beds worried about and... you snoring all night. Uh, I'm gonna be sleep deprived. I'm just saying, y'all. Sometimes I don't even like want to go camping or anything because <laughs> I want to glamp. I want to have like some Winnebago with a you know California yeah. King Tempur-Pedic. I can't even walk around the yeah. room naked like I wanted to. See, I that's I what I'm worried about. That's, that. well, yeah, that's what we're all worried about. I'm basically what you were all saying is we really value our privacy. Right. Yeah, but sorry, you know, times are tough, guys. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm the only girl on the yeah. show, so I don't have to share a room with anybody. <laughs> this happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. 
All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip. On the way, details about who might reunite and who might not make an appearance with Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl. All right, stand by for that. Drew, standing by right now with the Thursday reality check. I want to start with an update on the school shooting from Benton, Kentucky, uh, earlier in the week. The Kentucky State Police are investigating. They're asking for the public's uh, basically patience as they want to get every detail right and every fact straight. What they have released is a little bit of information. They released the name of the two students who were killed in the shooting. It's Bailey Nicole Holt, uh, aged 15, and Ryan Cope also aged 15. Uh, They also did verify that they took the shooter uh, in non-violent apprehension, a 15-year-old male student from the school. And they also announced that they have counseling centers set up at the old Pepsi bottling plant nearby. Uh, And again, they're going through very diligently taking care of all of the investigative steps to make sure they handle this correctly. Uh, Another follow-up. Dr. Larry Nassar has received his sentence. Uh, This is in the USA Gymnastics uh, sex assault case. He received 175 years charges for these specific uh, incidents. Right. Uh, The judge just literally, they're saying, eviscerated him in court, just ripped him during the sentencing, gave him, you know, both barrels, and everyone is 100% good with that. Yeah. I hope um, he never sees the sunshine again. Yeah. He doesn't and, deserve to. No. I mean, honestly, this sounds bad, but I hope the guy has a really rough time in prison. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, another story out of New York, a little bit more good news. I reported just the other day that uh, Montana was the first state to sign, uh, the governor signed a ruling saying that net neutrality will be observed here for any internet provider. Well, now New York has followed suit. Yes! Uh, Andrew Cuomo signed a ruling saying that any internet service provider uh, must observe net neutrality if they want to remain eligible for state contracts, and that's okay. a lot of money. So we're starting to see a pushback and a fight at the state level, and hopefully, I, I think not, for the sake so, of all the citizens, so this sum, gets So sum that up. What does that mean for everybody wanting to know what's going to happen with their internet? Yeah. Sum it up. Well, it means that it will remain neutral. Anybody who wants to do business with these states, they have to remain uh, net neutral, essentially, yeah. meaning they cannot allow for the charging and, the, and the, the breakup of the internet services like we saw. We just found out who all of the broadcasters will be presenting this year's Super Bowl, and not a big surprise, Bob Costas was left out. He is not going to be a presenter for the Super Bowl. Now, this is not surprising because a few months ago, Bob Costas made some very pointed remarks about the safety of football dealing with the CTE issue. He basically flat out said... Oh, I'm sorry. What? I don't know. <laughs> what was that? Okay, I think I think we might have hit a button. Sorry about that, Drew. Go ahead. Anyway. Uh, essentially, uh, Costas spoke out against uh, the NFL and the CTE issue and saying that player safety is absolutely at risk and it's a dangerous game. So he's been left out of this year's broadcast. All right, there you go. The Thursday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what's trending right now. Hashtag This Is Us. It's trending right now. Oh my God, something's going on on This Is Us. Viewers are reacting to the latest episode. Now, I am like probably 70... 
eight or 79 episodes behind on This Is Us, so nobody say anything. <laughs> but I get a little emotional watching that show. I'm not going to lie to you. I've it's a great show. Ne- I've never seen the show because I'm naturally already emotional, and yeah. people say it's it can be a tear Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm naturally already emotional. Why don't you open up a little bit around here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tearjerker, all right. And you know what? I, I think This Is Us, it's a show that has brought the heart back to television. Wow, put that on the ads. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Needs to be on a billboard. (laughs) (laughs) As long as they pay me for it. (laughs) (laughs) Better trademark that. Uh, Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So congratulations to LeBron James, you guys. He scored the 30,000th point of his NBA career uh, against the Spurs the other night. He's only the seventh player to do it, and he's the youngest of all time. And, And there it is. That's the man they better double team. That was his 30,000 and 30,001 on that shot as we end the quarter. Wow. An incredible moment. Other players who've hit that, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Le- uh, LeBron. Probably Wilt Chamberlain? Yeah. Maybe? Maybe. It's, it's a great question. I'd love mm-hmm. to Google to see who else has. Um, greatest basketball player of all time. I'll, I'll throw my opinion out. Uh, Michael Jordan, period. Kobe, Kobe's nothing compared to Michael Jordan. I'm going to get a lot of arguers on that, but no, Michael Jordan's the greatest. LeBron James, one of the greatest. I, I think LeBron's one of the greatest the best athlete. One of the good response. One of the yeah. greatest fundamental basketball yes. players, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of uh, road in front of him, so he could surpass the numbers put up by. Yeah, but Michael I'm talking Jordan. about overall player, man, style, magic, showbiz, defense, what you bring to the game on both ends. I don't know. I mean, Jordan, he's got the shoe line. He's got everything. He's got the shoes, Jenna. Everyone's got I a mean, shoe line now. He, no, he's he got was the in, shoes. what is it, Space Jam. He was in Space Jam. Well, well yeah. you can't take that away from him. <laughs> That's how it should be decided. Actually, I think LeBron's doing a Space Jam right now, too. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, I, I have the members of the 30,000-point club real Who is quick. It? Uh, Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, and Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk! Oh, there you All right, go. Then. And now LeBron. Let's move to the bad, you guys. Uh, Joey Fatone, that's right. He says that NSYNC will not reunite with Justin Timberlake during the Super Bowl Whoa, halftime show. breaking my heart. It's tearing up my heart. When, yeah. Uh, he also denied that Justin will bring out Janet Jackson. He says, quote, he's not that kind of person. He's not controversial like that. Oh, come on. Uh, We're all that. a little controversial. Yeah, which, which <laughs> doesn't that kind of make you think that there's a possibility NSYNC could come out? Uh, I mean, it could be a, a misdirection, yeah. but I don't know. Um, but still, I really need some Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake to yes. reunite at the Super Bowl. I'm putting down a bet on that. Like your love to give me high, 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 oh, that sounds good. All right, now finally, to the gossip. Jimmy Kimmel joked a couple of nights ago about how Melania canceled her trip with Trump to Switzerland after it came out that he paid off uh, a woman named Stormy Daniels about an alleged affair. So he decided to do a spoof trailer for The Bachelor with clips from Melania Trump interviews. Listen to this. Next week on The Bachelor. I feel like he's falling for me like I'm falling for him. He just is a man who knows what he wants. He's just a good dude. This is why I'm falling for him. He's a gentleman. We have a great relationship, and I think that's very important. I don't want to change him. He doesn't want to change me. Ladies, it's final rose tonight. It's obvious that she's just trying to save herself. (laughs) (laughs) You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This...
Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. That's right. For Thursday, January 25th, 2018, Friday Eve. Let's get to the, uh, some birthdays today. Michael Trevino, he's 33, shirtless werewolf Tyler Lockwood on The Vampire Diaries. I never got into that show. Yeah, I don't know who the dude My is. My girlfriend's obsessed with that show. Oh, okay, so she knows. Mm-hmm. Is he a cool dude? I don't know. I don't okay. watch it. Uh, let's see. He's probably like, he's a 33-year-old who plays like an 18-year-old. Yeah. That's he's so probably weird. hot. <laughs> Go ahead and write that down for dudes you should Google today, Jenna. Okay. My- Michael Trevino. Perfect. There's a new bit. Um, Charlie Bully is 37. Dimitri in the Twilight movies. Anybody? Anyone? Again. Okay. Alicia Keys is 37 years old today. Uh, it was 94 years ago on this day in 1924. The very first Winter Olympic Games took place in Chamonix, France. Chamonix. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Chamonix, France. I would love to see Chamonix? it. Chamonix? Yeah, oh, Chamonix. Beautiful. You can get the hominy in Chamonix. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to France. Can we take a show trip? I would love... Yeah. Listen, listen. Things continue- Things work out, right? Things work out good for the show. We will do a European... I want to do this. ...vacation show live, but we'd have to take some listeners with us. That'd be fair. Yeah. We yeah. call it our load. world tour. The world tour. Oh, my God. The world tour. Yes. We yes. make hats and everything. Yes, and t shirts and bumper stickers. And we'll be the ugliest Americans in Europe. <laughs> Can't wait. Speak for yourself, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, it was on this day, you guys, 81 years ago in 1937. NBC Radio presented the very first broadcast of The Guiding Light. The Guiding Light, presented by Does, the soap that does everything in your washing machine, and Ivory Soap, the most famous soap in the world. Yeah, see, that's how radio used to sound. Isn't that cool? That soap is I love that me. soap does. I want to find some does soap. Does. It does. The it does. soap that does everything, you see? <laughs> it's spelled D-U-Z. Ladies and gentlemen, the guiding light. Presented by does. Oh, it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Since we're really going back a little bit. 68 years ago, on this day in 1950, this is my dad's idol, so I, I always grew up loving John Wayne. Uh, he left his footprints outside of the uh, uh, Hollywood's Chinese theater. I'm going to tell you something, Flacca, and I want you to listen tight. It may sound like I'm talking about me, but I'm not. I'm talking about you. As a matter of fact, I'm talking about... Yeah, that's the Duke right that's there. The Duke. Mm-hmm. That's Great the straight-up Duke. This day in 1978, the huge smash, We Are the Champions, by Queen was certified gold. <laughs> Also, on this day in 1989, Red Red Wine by UB40. This song is a jam. Yeah, Just a good song to chill out to. It's a pass for me. I've never heard anybody who doesn't like Red Red Wine. Well, ever. you met one now. Why? Because obviously he had a bad red wine experience no, or something. No, it's obvious. I love red wine. It's, it's just repetitive and whiny to me. You're I don't crazy. like I just don't like it. It has a little That's bit all. of a reggae vibe to it. What's yeah. wrong like with that? It. You don't like reggae? Not not by well, and large, no. But it's, it's it's red red wine though, man. Crank it up. Give me some. <laughs> yeah. I think the other problem is when this song was chart topping, they really beat us over the head with it. It was overplayed yeah. to death. All right, all right. What about this? We'll wrap it up with this. Uh, it was on this day in 1988 that Randy Travis won four awards at the ACM Awards. You guys. Oh, baby, I'm gonna love you for 
We love you, Randy Travis, wherever you are right now. Forever and ever, amen. And that's why today doesn't suck for Thursday, January 25th, 2018. Talk about the weather as long as a woman sit and talk about old men. If you wonder, Fitz happens live. And now, now, FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Always continue to send me your What Are You Kidding Me stories if you find any today. Facebook.com slash follow fits. I'm going to take you out of Illinois. Crash and cash. A portion of an Illinois highway had to be shut down on Tuesday after a car crashed and dumped wads and wads of cash all over the road. Mm-hmm. I saw this it's one. the best day ever. Yeah, it's like, pull over. See? equals chaos, equal pe- people going nuts on each other. See? You guys just proved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illinois oh, State- you, ju- you just watch all that money flap around in the wind and not do and anything you, about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, 70 mile an hour road just running <laughs> out there trying to <laughs> grab money. Stick your hands out, honey. See if you can catch it. <laughs> Illinois State Police say the driver of a Ford sedan lost control of his car, slammed into a guardrail, then struck another vehicle, ended up on the grass median. The man was uh, transporting video gambling machines for the company he works for, which are filled with a lot of cash. And they opened up and started spilling piles of fives and tens and twenties, hundreds all over the place. Police closed off the area for about an hour while crews worked to pick up the loot. It's not known uh, if it has all been recovered. It's not known how much was recovered from, obviously, all the cars all over the place attempting to strike it rich. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if you're just driving down the road and you see money like flying A, a cash explosion. I'm going for it. Yeah, I think I would, too. Because right great. at the beginning, if That's you great. were the, like, the first people on the scene, you could just grab a handful yeah. and go and be like, I had no idea. What about your sense of responsibility? What if you had kids in the back seat? Oh. I'd say, you guys need to grab some, too. <laughs> you say, come on, kids. Put those hands to work. <laughs> Stuff your little pockets. I promise you'll get a toy afterwards. And there you go. You got the... Oh, wait. We still got one more. Yes. All right. <laughs> got all excited. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Albuquerque. Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, what you felt was the love of your life was about to marry some other dude and you wanted to stop it? Anyone? Not yet. Nope. No. Jenna? Yes. <laughs> so last week uh in new mexico outside of albuquerque a 30 year old person wanted to race to the church where his ex-girlfriend was getting hitched he wanted to stop the wedding but problem was he didn't have a car right so what'd he do well he stole a truck oh like a movie and when he got to the church he was going so fast that he lost control did fifteen hundred dollars in damage when he uh ran into a house he was arrested for auto theft and here's the problem. He didn't even stop the wedding. Oh, that's my first question. Yeah, didn't stop the wedding. All for nothing. The yeah. operation was unsuccessful. Absolutely. That's sad. Yeah. There you <laughs> Look at Jenna. That sounds like a loser. Like, he didn't even have sounds a like car. A hero. You were just cheering for him. Yeah. I was. When you were thinking you about were it seconds ago. Thank God he didn't crash her wedding. Jenna, you were just embracing the fact that he literally stole a car to prove that he loved this woman. I know, but then reality hit, and I was like, he probably doesn't have a good job or anything. <laughs> and there you go. You got the, <laughs> what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Job? <laughs> breaking every single hour. You're listening. Ah, uh, Fitz. I like Fitz. He's yeah. funny and he's tall and he's good looking. That's right, I'm good. Fitz happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff.
All right, you guys, I want to tell you about a recently engaged California man who could really say he's the luckiest man in the world because he, I mean, let me just tell you about this, okay? His name is Nico Bellamy, getting ready to propose to his girlfriend, but the engagement rings mysteriously disappeared. Nobody knew what really happened, and he and his girlfriend had just moved into a brand new house, hired movers to haul all of their stuff into the brand new place, and the ring previously belonged to his girlfriend's late grandmother and was given to him by her father, knowing he would someday propose to her. So when he decided it was time to pop the question, he went to get the ring, and it was gone. Bellamy says he immediately felt sick, ran to the bathroom, he was throwing up, And it was especially terrifying because his girlfriend's father was coming to town to help them settle in. And Bellamy picked her dad up at the airport and explained to him what happened. And then, then, on their way home, her dad happened to notice a sign posted along a residential street which read, Engagement Ring Found, and included a phone number. So Bellamy sent a text gave a description of his missing ring, it was, in fact, the ring. What? Which a couple happened to find around the neighborhood, and an hour later, they returned the diamond ring, and Bellamy didn't waste any time putting it on her finger. That's right. Love. Good on that couple that found it and posted a sign. And posted sign. a sign? I don't Not know if I would think to post the sign. I would be like, what do I do? Put it yeah. down on the Craigslist? What? Yeah, go. I mean, I think most people would probably think, go to a pawn shop? I'm, yeah. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> How much can I That's get for this thing? That's the world we live in today. Though. Yeah, but somebody put it... It's like the universe is telling them, hey, you need to do this. Put the sign up. Wow. I love it. All right. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man. That's the good stuff. The Fit Show. New year, new fits. This is the Fit Show 2018. It happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to Friday Eve. Thank you so much for listening. I know you got a lot going on, and I know you got a lot of options and stuff, but the fact that you're listening to us is really, really awesome. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, I want to welcome all, all my friends and family uh, in the studio, introduce them to you. Drew, United States Marine and contributing show correspondent and one of my best friends in the world. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Uh, millennial analyst and show IT guy, Tanner the Millennial. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you. Also, Jenna, my head of security, the female Jason Bourne and overall vibe manager. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're She's welcome. She's still the vibe manager? <laughs> I'm tr- I'm having fun. How am I not fun? <laughs> Drew tells me all the time to calm down, and I need to act more right. businesslike. And oh, he not everything's to, just a party. Does Jenna. he try to mansplain things all the time? Well, you're having no. a manic episode. It's one of those times where you're running around the studio, There's shaking certain, everything. Certain behavior that's not office appropriate. Well, Jumping up and down and running. What's the big deal about being athletic and having energy? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's I don't a difference from being be athletic. stagnant and just sit there like a bump on a log all the time. There's a yeah, difference. No. Being but it's okay when you guys do what you do. There's no there's no reason to excuse a manic episode uh, and then start making fun of people's physical fitness, Jenna. <laughs> I feel like you're attacking them because of their physical fitness now. No. To, excuse your man- to excuse your manic episode. No, I just right? have energy. Yeah. <laughs> You're swinging around my head. And by the way, like so let me shush. let me introduce myself. And my name is Fitz, husband and father of five, and your handsome and charming host. Self-proclaimed. Well, self-proclaimed. Nice to meet you. 
<laughs> All right, you guys, we're about to have a serious, serious episode of You Make the Call. So wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, uh, and everybody in the studio, I'm talking about... Are you about to sneeze, Drew? No, I'm scratching my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever look at me like that again. You're freaking me out. Now I know how to get to you. All right. So um, Tanith the Millennial walks up to me and he says, I really feel like a true adult now. He goes, I'm saying this to you because all of my streaming services, he goes, I steal people's passwords. Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Comcast, all different people's passwords. I don't have to pay for any of that crap. It's, I, I really feel like I'm being an adult. That's being an adult what? and yeah, stealing that's... from people? Hey, he man. says he doesn't remember the last time he's watched anything on TV. And he's like, this is so great that I can watch everything I need with my passwords and be a true adult. Yeah. I have How everything. Is... I have Showtime. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have everything because I have convinced a whole bunch of different people for me to use their passwords. So basically you're using everybody else's hard-worked money that... to get stuff for free. All right. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Hang on. You. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. You make the call. All right. Dude, I, I think that's uh, the ultimate form of irresponsibility in what? being an adult is Are you trying to do whatever you could do to not pay for a damn. Well, it's actually pretty <laughs> awesome, but, but I mean. <laughs> no, no. I, I, you should start paying for your own stuff now. I think that'd be the definition of adult, Tanner. Why? Yeah. What you defined is mooch. You're a mooch. No, you can see with these streaming services, you can share your password with usually one or two more people. That's not the goal of the, the you, same. Do you think that, a goal of being an adult is like staying on your parents' insurance till you're 36 because <laughs> mommy gives you a break in her insurance. Is that like, the goal of uh, of you, Tanner the millennial? Well, the reason why I Take said I felt like an adult is because I have absolutely everything. I feel like when you're an adult, you have access to all cable networks. Are you? And trying? I have that. And I think you guys are hating on me. Can you believe you're hearing this? You guys are, play, are yelling at me for my hustle. I think y'all are just jealous. Hustle. Because you're stealing are you, everybody's are you trying, password. Are you trying to claim that you're a good networker? Is that what it is? I'm trying to read through this because you're confusing me. Well, what are you trying to claim is... is, is being an adult in this situation, stealing everybody's password, so you don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, I, it's what Drew said. I feel like yeah, it's I the have... definition of being an adult thief. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. We're getting there, right? We are. Yep. We're getting there. We're cresting over the. Thir- Friday Eve hump. Yeah. Yep. Feels good. I'm looking forward to Friday, though. Welcome to the show. My name is Fitz, and uh, there's uh, uh, my buddy Drew right there. Hello. You sure about that? Tanner. Well, <laughs> I mean, you were struggling to uh, remember my name, well, I think. There's Tanner the Millennial. <laughs> hey. And Jenna, my head of security. Hey. All right, so, uh, it, Drew, I, I would say that you're our resident movie guy on the show because every single Friday you do Ticket or Skip It. Correct. And you tell us about the movies coming out for the weekend. Have you um, heard about the Razzie nominations or the Razzie Awards? Yes, but, I have. Now, are the Razzie Awards given from the Golden... They are the Golden Raspberry Awards, Correct. right? I'm not sure who the governing body uh, in charge of the Razzies is. They kind of appeared, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Uh, but they're almost taken seriously now. Like, people actually... Hollywood pays attention, kind of has a laugh at itself. Well, here's why they're paying attention, because so many uh, massive Hollywood movies were given Razzie Awards. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so, really mad about uh, J-Law getting that one. 
Well, what's the definition of a Razzie Award? Basically making fun of people, right? It's, it's for no. the worst accomplishments in Hollywood. It's for the biggest fails and blunders I love of the that. year. Yeah. That's so awesome. The it's like raspberry. like You know, like a raspberry. Gotcha. Uh, like what exactly? That's a raspberry. <laughs> when you go, I've that's never... called a, giving someone a raspberry. That's what the award is. Hey, kids, y'all. You better come down now. I'm going to give you a raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, check it out, you guys. Worst picture. Razzie nominations. Transformers, The Last Night. Earned it. Yeah. Earned That's it. A, that was a horrible movie. Terrible. Fifty Shades Darker. Earned it. Uh, that was Earned an it. awful movie. I'm I sorry. love those, by the, the way. The women don't think so. I, I, I love all the Fifty Shades. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> People call me Fifty Shades of Cray. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry. Baywatch. No, I like that movie. That's a problem. unbelievable. It's, it's funny and silly and doesn't okay. take itself seriously. Rock Johnson it Zac doesn't Efron, take itself right? seriously, and that's what makes it okay. <laughs> All right, well, I got nominated for Worst Picture. The Emoji Movie and finally The Mummy. Yes and yes. Okay. My kids love the Emoji Movie. Yeah, and I remember your I honestly kind of like The Mummy. I kind yeah. of liked it, okay. but everyone hated it. But let's I like Tom Cruise. Let's get to Worst Actor real quick. Um, Tom Cruise in The Mummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his best work, but yeah. I don't think it's the worst of the year. Johnny Depp, I agree with this. Pirates of the Caribbean, A Dead Man, Tale yes. No Tales. Yes, it's I was just, they're so mad. He just, like, he's like a, he just plays a drunken, slurring character. Like You can't even understand anything he says anymore. There's All no right. even dialogue for right. the character. If you're just uh, joining the show right now, we're talking about nominations for the Razzie Awards, which are what exactly, Drew? The Golden Raspberry Awards, like the worst in Hollywood Perfect. for the year. Worst actor, we continue. Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades Darker. Really? Zach Efron for Baywatch. No. <laughs> I like you have a, yeah. Why don't you just admit it, Drew? You have a crush on Zach Efron. He's very fit. I mean, the guy, like, something <laughs> uh, to look yeah, up to. He is. His yeah. next role is Ted Bundy, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I give Zach Efron respect, man. You know what I mean? I he's made a great career from a guy that was just like man a, man. almost a child actor. Yeah. yeah, he's done great stuff and he's really doing well in comedy. Mark Wahlberg, by the way, nominated for Daddy's Home and Transformers. Worst actor. Real quick, <laughs> worst twofer. worst actress. Catherine Hagel in Unforgettable. Uh, that's a, a gimme. Dakota Johnson, Fifty Shades Darker. Uh-huh. Jennifer Lawrence in Mother. People are mad about this, and I'm a little upset about it because I actually really liked the movie and I okay. thought she did a great job acting in it. So well, I think they're just hating on the movie. Here's what I'm upset about. Tyler Perry for Boo 2, a Medea Halloween. Uh, <laughs> going to turn the table over. The year, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'd love to get your opinion uh, as well. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Welcome to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. All right. Welcome back. Now back to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Fat <laughs> <laughs> and sassy. I just love how she's like, e- eat some she's bread. Like, eat some bread and get all fat and sassy. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the show, you guys. How's everybody? Good. Good. Real good. It's Friday Eve, and say what's up to us uh, on Facebook. You know, uh, I I love these ghost hosts where you just film yourself having a conversation with the show. Please, we love those. Right now, facebook.com slash follow fits. Day before Friday, I don't know about you, but it's always a really, really good day to kind of have... What's going on? So you need some water? Some Pedialyte? Okay, we guys, give me a moment, please. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's always a great day. It's always a great day to have your mind blown. 
get a camera to show your face <laughs> of when you transform into this individual. Because it's really a process. That's quite remarkable. Guys, I'm about to blow your mind with some stuff. Do you understand me? Woo! I'm, I'm ready. About to have your mind blown, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here, by the way. French's American Mustard is owned by a British company. <laughs> no! What? No! <laughs> I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. <sighs> French, American, British? Uh-huh. So much going on with that mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want me to continue to blow your mind or what? Please. Yes, please do. Every single U.S. president since FDR has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year at least once, except Gerald Ford. What? Has Trump been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year yet? I do. That's a good question. That might be an old mind blower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Oh, check I this out. I need to update. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he was or not. I don't think not. he has yet. Poor okay. Jerry Ford. Yeah, poor Jerry. Um, all right. The longest year ever was the year 1972 because it was a leap year. So it had an extra day and it had two extra leap seconds. Wow. Mind blown! Explain that one, Drew. <laughs> uh, well, our our years aren't exactly 365 days. They're actually like 364 right. Seven two something or other. I don't know what the number is, but that way, so the way to keep the calendar straight is that every fourth year you don't have to. You know, it's all right, man. And it's not an exact day; it's actually <laughs> oh, a day plus true. seconds. Right. So actually, up. somebody um, who who we would think is like being you know twenty one years old, yeah. in reality, could be like four. Uh, my yeah. sister was born that year. So I, I, had had a, I had a friend whose sister was born in a leap year, so she was like three years old when she was 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she used to stay on her parents' insurance that way. <laughs> I was born in a leap year. Oh, uh, Hang on, you guys. You want me to blow your mind one more? Yes. All right. Napoleon Dynamite had a budget of only $400,000, while John Hedder was only paid $1,000 to play the lead role. It ended up grossing over $40 million. Dollars. Wow. Wow. Mind that guy needs a better agent. <laughs> the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip. Who's going to be performing at the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake? And who isn't? All those details coming up in just a second. Drew, standing by with a Thursday reality check. There is a lot of speculation about the conditions of the first marriage. Uh, this comes after the revelation that uh, the president, Donald Trump, and his wife, Melania Trump's 13th anniversary was actually last Monday, but there was no uh, evidence of them doing any celebrations. There was no tweeting, no acknowledgement. There was no dinner plans. No one knows if they were together or not. And then, of course, right at the end of that is when the first lady canceled her trip uh, with the president. To Is it Davos? Davos, yes. Uh, So people are saying, basically the speculation is all around the recent revelation about the president's campaign potentially paying off uh, Stormy Daniels for an alleged affair. Stormy Daniels. Yeah. That may have gone on uh, when Melania was recovering from the birth of their son, 
Baron, <laughs> well, something weird's going on yeah. because she hasn't been seen with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Yeah. What, what else is going on, Drew? Grumpy Cat has less <gasps> reasons to be grumpy. In fact, seven hundred and ten thousand and one less reasons. Grumpy Cat Holdings uh, Limited, which is the name of the company formed by the owner of Grumpy Cat, Tabitha Bundesen. Uh, Grumpy Cat, if you don't know, is the ugly or grumpy looking cat on the internet. It's a great meme. (laughs) Yeah, he's all over the memes. Well, she makes a ton of money off him. She had struck a deal with a, a an upstart beverage company uh, to put Grumpy Cat on some of their products, but yeah. instead they used him on all of their products. Uh-oh. She sued a California jury, awarded her seven hundred and ten thousand and one dollars in damages. Dang, pays to be grumpy. Now, yeah, why does. why this is news and not just a fun story about a cat is that this is the this sets a precedent. It's the first time the law has recognized a meme as yes. intellectual property. Right? Wow, Someone just for it doing truly memes is an and, and those social media laws are truly being created by right. the day. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? A big one. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about it when it was in the planning phases, but in fact, on Monday, Vermont did in fact pass marijuana uh, legal sales, rec- you know, recreational sales into law just by legislative action. That means that the first state to ever do it without passing a vote to the people. They did it through the legislature. Now, this doesn't mean marijuana will go on sale right away because it doesn't. Uh, the law that they passed doesn't set up the uh, store system or the exact rules and regulations for sale. They instead are appointing a council to figure all of that stuff out. Is there anything out. you want to tell me right now, Drew? Hey, this, is the, this is the wave of the future. This is I, what's happening. I understand, but as I was walking behind Drew and looking at his laptop, he was on Vermont.com. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking about taking a ski trip. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing on vacation, Vermont.com, huh? It's great snow. Uh, <laughs> great powder. Yeah. Vermont is a beautiful oh. place from what I've heard it as is. well. I yeah. know it. All right, what else you got, Drew? You got time for one more. After 50 years of active touring, Elton John has announced that he is very close to hanging it up. He's going to hang up the you know, uh, sequin suit and the funny glasses and stop touring. And I guess that's why they call it the blue. Wow, Elton uh, hanging up the shoes, huh? Yeah, and the crazy glasses and the the feathers and boas. <laughs> and all the wigs. Yeah. <laughs> the man's a legend. The huge heels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Thursday reality check. New year, new fits. This is the Fit Show. 2018. Fits happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fits Files. All right, let's see what's trending right now. Hashtag This Is Us. It's trending right now. Oh, my God, something's going on on This Is Us. Viewers are reacting to the latest episode. Now, I am like probably 78 or 79 episodes behind on This Is Us, so nobody say anything. <laughs> but I get a little emotional watching that show. I'm not going to lie to you. I've it's a ne- great show. I've never seen the show because I'm naturally already emotional, and yeah. people say it's it can be a tear Oh, jerker. no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I'm wouldn't have guessed. Why don't you open up a little bit around here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tearjerker, all right. And you know what? I, I think This Is Us, it's a show that has brought the heart back to television. Wow, put that on the the ads. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Needs to be on a billboard. (laughs) (laughs) As long as they pay me for it. (laughs) (laughs) Better trademark that. Uh, Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. So congratulations to LeBron James, you guys. He scored the 30,000th point of his NBA career uh, against the Spurs the other night. He's only the seventh player to do it, and he's the youngest of all time. And, and there it is. That's the man they better double team. 
That was his 30,000 and 30,001 on that shot as we end the quarter. Wow. Incredible moment. Other players who fit that, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Le uh, LeBron. Probably Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's a great question. I'd love mm -hmm. to Google to see who else has. Um, greatest basketball player of all time. I'll, I'll throw my opinion out. Uh, Michael Jordan. Period. Kobe, Kobe's nothing compared to Michael Jordan. I'm going to get a lot of arguers on that, but no, Michael Jordan's the greatest. LeBron James, one of the greatest. I, I think LeBron's one of the greatest the best athlete. One of the good response. One of the yep. greatest fundamental basketball yes. players, right? Mm -hmm. And he's got a lot of uh, road in front of him, so he could surpass the numbers put up by. Yeah, Michael but I'm Jordan. talking about overall player, man, style, magic, showbiz, defense, what you bring to the game on both ends. I don't know. I mean, Jordan, he's got the shoe line. He's got everything. He's got the shoes, Jenna. Everyone's got I a mean, shoe line now. He, knows. he got the shoes. In, what is it? Space Jam. He was in Space Jam. Oh, well, yeah. you can't take that away from him. <laughs> That's how it should be decided. Actually, I think LeBron's doing a Space Jam right now, too. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, I, I have the members of the 30,000-point club real Who quick. Who is it? Uh, Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, and Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk! Oh, there you All go. Right, and then. now LeBron. Let's move to the bad, you guys. Uh, Joey Fatone, that's right. He says that NSYNC will not reunite with Justin Timberlake during the Super Bowl Whoa, halftime show. breaking my heart. It's tearing up my heart. Yeah. Uh, he also denied that Justin would bring out Janet Jackson. He says, quote, he's not that kind of person. He's not controversial like that. Oh, come on. Uh, We're all that. a little controversial. Yeah, which which doesn't that kind of make you think that there's a possibility NSYNC could come out? Uh, I mean, it could be a, a misdirection, yeah. but I don't know. Um, but still, I really need some Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake to yes. reunite at the Super Bowl. I'm putting down a bet on that. Like your love to me oh, that sounds good. All right, now finally, to the gossip. Jimmy Kimmel joked a couple of nights ago about how Melania canceled her trip with Trump to Switzerland after it came out that he paid off uh, a woman named Stormy Daniels about an alleged affair. So he decided to do a spoof trailer for The Bachelor with clips from Melania Trump interviews. Listen to this. Next week on The Bachelor. I feel like he's falling for me like I'm falling for him. He just is a man who knows what he wants. He's just a good dude. This is why I'm falling for him. He's a gentleman. We have a great relationship, and I think that's very important. I don't want to change him. He doesn't want to change me. Ladies, it's final rose tonight. It's obvious that she's just trying to save herself. <laughs> <laughs> you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. We are the show that does the troop salute, and uh, today we are saluting Master Sergeant David Kearns. 
of the United States Air Force. And Master Sergeant Kearns is with the 725th Air Mobility Squadron in Rota, Spain. Oh. Yeah. Uh, in 2013, in Kabul, Afghanistan, Master Sergeant Kearns served as an air advisor tasked with developing a technical school to train aircraft maintainers for the Afghan Air Force. That was a big job. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Master Sergeant Kearns is a jet mechanic by trade, but also trained 366 students to become aircraft maintenance instructors in the Afghan Air Force. And furthermore, he helped in the construction of, is it MI-17 full mission simulators using scrap parts, saving $7.9 million in training aid costs. Wow. And all the while, he was in charge of the Afghan interpreters. So just really an amazing leader. Yeah. Had a full plate and getting it done. Just getting it done, mm-hmm. right. Because they said, this is your job. And he goes, I accept the job. Watch me go. I love that he helped build the simulators to, wow. you know, they probably didn't have them and they were, you know, not in the budget. So, well, we'll just put them together here. We'll scrap make scrap yeah. parts. Teaching people how to fly. Mm-hmm. Currently, uh, uh, he is a lead section chief for the 725th Air Mobility Squadron at Rota, Spain. And Kieran's led four senior non-commissioned officers who manage 120 airmen supporting aircraft headed to and from Europe, Asia, and Africa. Dang. It's a busy again, dude. Uh, again, I just want to say I feel like crap. Yeah, I say, how do you feel about us now? <laughs> I feel like a coward and crap. I am and the lazy. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. I have trouble getting up in the morning. Yes. I just want to Netflix and chill, and this guy's yeah. like out saving the world and building simulators and stuff. Yeah. Some days I'm like, okay, and I have to turn the microphone on today. Much right? respect to this guy. Mm-hmm. There you go. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And uh, if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, facebook.com slash follow fit. Send me a message including this information. Uh, their name, their rank, the service they were in, you know, what branch, when they served, um, any notable information from their service time, like ranks they achieved, uh, commendations, awards, things they may have done in the service, places they may have served, and of course... And tell me about the nuggets. The I wa- nuggets. I want to hear about the nuggets, like their favorite TV shows, the name of their animal, the name of their kids and wife and stuff. Yeah, their favorite why the, song. The sports teams that they cheer yeah. for. Just what makes them special to you. And again, a shout out to Master Sergeant David Kearns of the United States Air Force. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, the Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, my embedded. What are you kidding me, filled correspondents who send me unbelievable what are you kidding me stories to my Facebook page on a daily basis. Facebook.com slash follow fit. Uh, out of Colorado, the touch of love. It turns out that uh, we're all blessed with a special power of magical touch. <gasps> what? Especially when it's pointed towards the ones that we love. Check this out. Mm. Brand new study out of the University of Colorado found that when your significant other is in pain, you could instantly reduce that pain just by holding their hand. You hear that, Drew? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it. And it's so powerful that it can even help during extreme pain, like giving birth. And that's oh. why they're squeezing their hand so hard and cussing you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really just love you so much and they're trying right. to pull from your strength. I heard sometimes they bite. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw things. Mm-hmm. Uh, demand ice cubes. But anyway. Demand ice cubes. Oh, yeah. You got to chew on. Because so you're not allowed to eat anything because you might throw it up. The researchers say that it's because your partner can actually feel your empathy 
to the way that you're touching them and that that really doles their pain. Holding mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. immediately. I need to hold my pain. girlfriend's hands more. Yeah. yeah, I probably should. We are a species made mm-hmm. for contact. Maybe she wouldn't be looking at that guy who works down at the buckle if you if you held it more. He is cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, guys. All right, let's go to page two. <laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> Out of Saudi Arabia, hmm? Camel Sutra. So I know this is weird, you guys, but you know it's it's, it's a lot of different things happen on the other side of the world. Okay, I believe this is a first to have a what are you kidding me out of Saudi Arabia. I don't know about that. It might be. Well, this might be a first too. Saudi Arabia is holding its annual camel beauty pageant right now, <laughs> and let me tell you, this is a huge deal. It's so big, in fact, it has fifty-seven million dollars in prize money attached to it. What? It's it's like it's. I mean, listen, camels are very very yeah. important over there. They're and majestic. A dozen cam ugly. A, a dozen camels just got disqualified. <laughs> Why? Because their trainers use Botox on them. <laughs> no way, guys. I'm not even kidding you. I can <laughs> tell you that everything Botox. everything during the What Are You Kidding Me stories is straight up legit true. They put they thought the wrinkles above the camel's eyes were not normal looking so they put Botox to you know Jenna just kind of like you did with your eyebrow thingies yeah you know just a little bit more just a little oomph hey hey Carl your uh, camel looks a little tired and you put some Botox in those things (laughs) well that's what happened and they got disqualified yeah now now, the camel's face can't move and it's just frozen one place now they can't even walk in the streets over there they they walk in shame 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 alright there you go ladies and gentlemen you got the what are you kidding me stories of the day Breaking every single hour. New year, new fits. This is the Fit Show. 2018. Fits happens. Fits happen. Break it up, son, and break out the rowdy. Now back to the Fit Show. Fits happens. Live. Uh, you know, if you can, follow me on my Instagram. You just search two words, follow fits, those two words, follow fits, and you can follow my daily hustle. Check out the stories feature, all that stuff. What about you, Drew? Uh, I also Instagram, and it's at Critical Drew. I know we have some people that love Facebook. Facebook.com slash Tanner the Millennial. And I'm on Instagram at follow Jenna May. Wherever you are uh, right now at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app, I want you to think about those things that you always want with you while you're at your house. Maybe things you like to eat, drink, no matter what, certain things that you wish that you had on a daily basis. For me, it's pretty simple. I want my A1 sauce, and I want my Pedialyte. <laughs> oh, no. Back with this? So, so then, so like the past couple of days, I've been bringing Pedialyte to the studio. So drinking I'm like, it nonstop. It's so good. And they're like, why are you drinking Pedialyte? I'm like, why aren't you drinking Pedialyte? Because Pedialyte is so good for you. It like has electrolytes and all sorts of stuff. And I just happen to love Drinking Pedialyte like Gatorade. It also has a lot of sodium in it, and it's for when if you're massively dehydrated or, you know, Or you could just drink it. Or people who work out like to drink Pedialyte. Okay, are you doing that? No, but I'm also... (laughs) I just don't know why it's so bizarre for somebody just to be drinking. First of all, I was... And and it started when I had a little conversation with my wife. I was upset at my wife because I'm like, hey, we don't have any A1 sauce, and we don't have any Pedialyte. (laughs) 
And it ruined my day. I just don't know where this obsession of Pedialyte came from. And it actually just started about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he's been bringing in random whole jugs yeah, full of Yeah, you're drinking like Pedialyte. a gallon of it the other day. Yeah, so good. It was, only... the, it was the grape. Ugh. Uh, but what about you guys? Um, you know, like my A1 and Pedialyte. What, what do you like having at your house that has to be with you at all times? Well, you know I love my red wine, but that's not all times. What oh. I love is sparkling water. Like, I... I Arrowhead's my favorite brand, but lately we've been doing the LaCroix, mm-hmm. which I guess is popular too. They have good flavors. I love LaCroix. LaCroix water? Yeah. yeah. It comes okay. in cans instead of bottles. Is it like sparkling water? Yeah, yeah sparkling that's water. exactly yeah. what it is. And then uh, my go-to munchie lately has <sighs> been um, trail mix. Like I started with the Kirkland stuff from Costco, Uh-oh, but that's where but it began. my girlfriend's yeah. been buying it all over the place. <laughs> it's gonna be Moob 2018 <laughs> up in here soon. <laughs> Mo- Moob Central yeah. <laughs> got to bulk up, you know. Hey, yeah, going back that's... to like another, you reminded me since you were talking about water. Uh, uh, something else I love uh, a, uh, that, that could sit up nicely beside Pedialyte is the new Hint water. Yeah, you're you see obsessed. Me, you see me drinking that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's actually it's, four. Now, of them is that carbonated? No, not at all. Do you guys oh. know it's, it's, it's water with a hint of it could be like blackberry or like you know watermelon, strawberry. Hint. Yeah. Hint is so good. What too. is you know, so wrong with regular water? Mm-mm. You're like sparkling water, hint water, uh, Pedialyte so t- so water. So 2017. <laughs> For Tanner, me, what, what do you need to have? I always have to have Lunchables. <laughs> I love Lunchables. Now that's a bunch of sodium right there. I don't care. They that's what makes yummy. those. That's what makes those those biscuits come out of those skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. They're too good to give up. I can't give them up. <laughs> I know Lunchables are so good, but yeah. Dude, they're so worth it, especially. Especially when you get the, it's the turkey and little ham. little Oreo with it? The Oreo? No, it's just the ones that's the, it's the cracker. Okay. And then the ham and the Swiss. Okay. Oh, Jenna, what about you? What, what do you have to have with you at all times? Peanut butter and honey. I'm addicted to peanut butter. Wow. I love the protein and the honey, the sugar in it. My mom says I eat way too much of it, but it's probably like a mason jar full a month. Wait, no, so, so you mean like just dipping a spoon in there, peanut spoon butter and some honey? That butter, sounds so good. And then you just drizzle honey on it and uh-huh. you eat it. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you, Jenna. Yeah. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. It's time to open the Fitzbox and read his Twitters and Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, maybe Snapchat. Yeah, that's right. Your questions, your comments, concerns, the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show. We're cool with it. Um, that's that's what this is all about. Let's see. Hey, Fitz. The other day when Jenna broke Tanner's headphones in one of her manic <laughs> moments, um, she definitely needs to pay for half of the cost to fix them, even if the item was kind of broken, doesn't submit the fact that she went freaking nuts. Uh, it's not, not my cool. fault. Sincerely, Tamara. Go what? ahead. Um. Yeah, her name is Tamara. Uh, so, so basically, yeah, she heard us talking about when you kind of had a little manic. Yeah. It was a manic phase. And you did break Tanner's headphones. She says that you're responsible for that. They were already broken, Tamara. Uh Tammy, Tamara, I'm not really sure your name. And um, I'm sorry, but he can still hear out Uh, of them. And he taped them, and they're fine. Can I defend myself for a quick moment? All right. They were only slightly broken. Um, It was an easy, quick fix with a little piece of uh, glue that I was planning on doing. But when Jenna tossed it up in there and started swinging it like nunchucks, they Mm -hmm. completely broke. All right. Well, thank you for that. Let's move on. Hey, Fitz, uh, I heard you talking about how much you love drinking Pedialyte. It is like the greatest pre-workout and post-workout drink ever. What? Way to go, dude. I'm a man. I'm six foot five, and I drink Pedialyte every day. Drink it down. Throw it down. 
Boom. How about that? That was from Eric. Thank you, Eric. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Bunch mm-hmm. of people. Maybe I should start drinking Pedialyte. It's the best and ever. post-workout. Yeah, but um, you're just missing the workout part. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> How do you know this? <laughs> you don't watch me do Turbo Jam at night in my no. house? <laughs> I'm glad. Man, you get, on, you get on YouTube, type in Turbo Jam, watch me go. <laughs> Wait, you post videos of you doing tu- Turbo Jam on YouTube? Something I didn't tell you guys about. <laughs> I, it's just side hustle. I do do aerobic videos at night. <laughs> and you guys say I'm lame. Yeah. I have a secret YouTube channel. and uh, I want to know. Yeah, I have uh, 7.3 billion followers. Oh, really? Wow. That's not Every someone... human on earth yeah, is a follower. <laughs> That's not really a secret, no. fit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can't believe you guys don't know. <laughs> Every human except the three in this room, apparently. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, you guys aren't really. Uh, I mean, look, look at you. <laughs> hey, those two. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's move on. Uh, hey Fitz. Uh, yes, Drew was absolutely breaking and entering the other day when he broke into his storage unit after business hours. It is up to you now to take advantage of the situation and report him to the appropriate authorities. <laughs> if you have any integrity about you whatsoever, Fitz, you would call the law on Drew right now. Wow. From P1 Carla. Wow, Carla threw Carla. the book at you. Hey, hey. Carla, lose this number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I had a right to be in there because I pay rent there. All right. Oh, business hours. Uh, let's see. Hey, Fitz, I can't believe Tanner the Millennial is smoking. I thought he used to be cute. Now I can't even look at him the same. What the heck? Does his mother even know? Poor thing. He's got to quit immediately. Do you have any idea what it's going to do to his teeth? Plus, it's unhealthy for his cat. (laughs) Wow. Plus, it's unhealthy for my cat. Yeah. Yeah. Twisted the dagger. Well, I have started the process of quitting smoking, and I'm still as cute as a button. And there you go. And we just opened up the Fitzbox and read his Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, but not email. (laughs) Definitely not email. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Get all fat and sassy. Get all fat and sassy. (laughs) What have we learned today, ladies and gentlemen, for Thursday, January 25th, 2018. And wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up from today's show. Uh, We love that. Here's what I I learned. From the What Are You Kidding Me stories today, I learned that a dozen camels were disqualified from a high-stakes camel beauty pageant. For using Botox, mm-hmm. which is a big deal because the prize winner won like $53 million. I guess camel pageants over there are like horse races over here. Yeah, I just can't believe there's a standard of beauty in camels that's all about the amount of wrinkles on their face. <laughs> well, Getting rid of them. Well, how dare we judge them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned today in the news that Grumpy Cat just won a settlement for $710,000 wow. over their image rights. And, I mean, that cat was rich enough already. Now yeah. it's got 
way more money. I actually than heard that I Grumpy know. Cat like uh, sometimes goes around the country making appearances. Yeah. Oh, right. by, by the way, Grumpy Cat's real name is Tartar Sauce. I forgot. To t- <gasps> oh, <laughs> Tartar Sauce. I used to have a Grumpy Cat T-shirt. Oh, did you? I used to. All right, yeah. what have we learned today, Tanner? I learned that on our business trip coming up, I have to share a room with Drew, and he is a very loud <laughs> sleeper, and I am really mad about it. <laughs> At least I gave you a heads up. There has yeah. to be something done about this. I did tell you guys that room only has one queen bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> I also snuggle. Get all fat and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jenna. <laughs> My security. <laughs> that should be Drew's alter ego. Get all fat and sassy. Fat and sassy here. All right, Jenna, what have we learned today? I learned that Fitz is addicted to Pedialyte and A1 sauce, and he's mad that no one will let him consume it every single day. I want A1 sauce, and I want Pedialyte every day. Hey, respect, man. Oh, Lord. All right, with that. Have a great day. <laughs> no, we don't know more. We don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, one more. Here we one go. more. You guys ready? Come on. Here we go. Get all fat and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Think big because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Oh, yeah. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.